Yeah, my name is Bartosz Kowrecki, from president from the Friends of Moldova. But titles don't matter. I'm just a person that wants to make a difference in the world. Hello, everybody. This is Jimmy. Welcome to today's show. We have a wonderful show for you today, a very informative show about a very serious topic. My guest today is Bartosz Gawareski. He is the president of the Friends of Moldova. Moldova borders Ukraine, the western border of Ukraine. And for those of you who are regular listeners to the program or regular subscribers to my newsletter, you know for the last few months we've been promoting the Friends of Moldova as a way to help Ukrainian refugees. The way I got involved is that when I went to the Kennedy School of Government at Harvard, one of my classmates, Maya Sandu, is now the president of the country of Moldova. And I reached out to her at the beginning of the war in Ukraine and asked her, how could Americans help? And what she suggested is that we reach out and contribute in any way we can monetarily or otherwise to the Friends of Moldova, an organization of return Peace Corps volunteers whose mission is to support the Moldovan civil and youth activist initiatives and social entrepreneurs. Moldova, Ukraine's neighbor, has opened its home to Ukrainian refugees. At the request of the Moldovan community leaders, we have organized this ongoing fundraiser to aid refugee support efforts. And the website for them is the friendsofmoldova.com. And all this will be in our show notes today. And please welcome to the show my guest joining us directly from Moldova. He's at one of the agency's uh, headquarters there, relief organization headquarters there in Moldova. Please welcome Mr. Bartosz Gavanowski. And I hope I well, pronounced it that correct, Bartok. Did I? It's close. Gavaretsky. <laughs> it's, okay. it's close. <laughs> it's great to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. You are at one of the distribution centers now? Yes. Uh, so I'm at uh, one of the distribution centers that gives out food to Ukrainian families every single day, Monday through Friday. And we serve the entire north of Moldova. So we have uh, Ukrainians that come in and they register with us and we have volunteers that walk them through our center and they pick out the food and hygiene products and clothes that they need uh, that will last them for two weeks. But we also distribute food and products to mayor's offices, NGOs and other refugee centers in the entire north of Moldova. So we're serving a, a relatively large area of Moldova. And you have been the president of this organization for how long, Bartosz? For three years. How is it going there? How is the uh, distribution going in terms of the refugees? Are they getting what they need? So at the very beginning, uh, when the war first broke out, it was a huge mess. It was kind of a scramble. And we worked with uh, yeah, local businesses and NGOs to try and get whatever we could on the ground. Now things have uh, relatively stabilized uh, as far as the logistics go. But of course, there's always a need. Things are very unpredictable. And so there are waves of Ukrainians that come in and out. And there's always a need for support for food and hygiene products. And the, there's a, a difficulty because the uh, Moldovan government has done a very excellent job and they've really done their best in supporting the Ukrainians. But NGOs and just local communities have had to take on the vast, probably 70% of the burden or 80% even of the burden. And so we're trying to fill that enormous gap 
through our efforts. And for those of you who are not familiar with Moldova, it was once part of the uh, Soviet Union, and they gained independence in 1991, and they're striving to maintain that independence as well. Uh, they have a heavy Russian influence in, in Moldova over the years, not as much now as they used to have, but it is the poorest country in Europe right now. So the government is doing as well as they possibly can do. But as Bartosz just indicated, most of a large part of their uh, funding to help with refugees, to keep the society afloat, to just deliver goods and services to the people of that country, again, the poorest country in Europe, is coming from NGOs, nonprofits, donations from uh, Europe and, and around the world, and of course, the United States. So our goal today is just to raise the profile of the country of Moldova, raise the profile of the Friends of Moldova. Most of them are former Peace Corps volunteers, including my guest today, who is the president of the organization. And what we're trying to do is just to motivate people to contribute financially to help this organization stay afloat and just deliver most effectively the goods and services that people need literally to survive. I imagine when the war first started that you were just overrun and surprised by this incoming wave of people with no place to go. There were stories of, you know, just people that had whatever they had in their hands and their cars that they had that would show up at the border when uh, the war broke out on February 24th. You know, the next day there were people already showing up at the border. And Moldova is a small country and, and it's uh, the poorest country in Europe, but it has a, an, an enormous heart. It has a huge heart. And before the large organizations and the large, you know, donors and before the government could step in, it was like the individual people and, and communities and NGOs that just, uh, and churches as well, that stepped up to the plate and started helping out in any way they could. And ever since it's took off and things were changing by the day we had, yeah, I mean, to put it in perspective, you have a country of just three, maybe three and a half million people that's, that have had close to half a million people, or if not more, come in through their borders. I mean, that's, there were, at one point, there were one in six children in Moldova were Ukrainian refugees. That's incredible. And they were already the poorest country in Europe. So you add a half a million people to the population, and you can just imagine, folks, what that must be like. So, again, we are just here today to raise the profile of your organization and ask people, my listeners and people listening to this podcast, to be as generous as possible. I know there are other organizations there as well. As I said earlier, when I reached out to the president via email, simply because she's a, a former classmate at the Kennedy School, and I said, oh, my God, there's got to be something that we can do here. And she indicated, please help this organization. By the way, Maya Sandu recently was the commencement speaker at Harvard, and the link to her speech at the Kennedy School of Government to the graduates of the 2020, 21, and 22 class will be in the show notes as well. And you can see her unlikely rise to the presidency, primarily fighting corruption in the country of Moldova that was formerly a satellite country of the Soviet Union, and a member of the Soviet Union, and now they are the poorest country in Europe, and they're fighting for their independence. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying, in, right now, trying to join the European Union 
and that is still in the process because if they're able to join an organization like the European Union, they will have support from obviously other European countries and they won't be out there by themselves. But right now, they're out there by themselves doing the best they can, inundated with refugees. Again, you add 500,000 people to that population who are showing up with the clothes on their back and what they are carrying in their hands, uh, you can imagine the, the, the challenges that they have. Bartosz, I don't want to keep you long. I know you've had a long day there. I know you're at the center right now. Just so you know, uh, to our listeners, the shows that I'm doing this summer, starting on June 19th at the Windover in Rockport, Massachusetts, uh, we're doing a meet and greet after the show. All proceeds from that to go to the Friends of Moldova. I'm doing the same thing with my show on uh, July 16th at the uh, Music Hall in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. We're also doing a meet and greet there. All proceeds from that meet and greet are going to the Friends of Moldova as well. Humor for Humanity, the social enterprise that we started, the chief sponsor of this particular podcast, is uh, also donating proceeds from the shows that I've been doing the last couple of months. So we're trying on our end, Humor for Humanity, to make the contributions that we can. We invite you to join us to make these contributions. There'll be a link in the show note right there. You can contribute right online, right to the website, thefriendsofmoldova.com, and you can donate right there. You can read up on the organization You can see that their heart is in the right place. They've dedicated a large portion of their lives and careers to helping other people in war-torn countries in general, but specifically for this particular instance in in the country of Moldova. Bartosz, thank you so much for your time today. We just want you to know that the American people are behind you, and we're going to do everything we can to help. And like the people of Moldova, that's what we aspire for is peace as well. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on your show, Jimmy. Yeah, my name is Bartosz Kavretsky, from, president from the Friends of Moldova. But titles don't matter. I'm just a person that wants to make a difference in the world. And I want to give a huge thank you to the American people and anybody that's helped out with the Friends of Moldova already. And I just want to give a th- big thank you to those that will, because you are, even though every single donation, it goes a very long way. The prices that you see in the U.S. are not what they are here. One dollar goes a very long way. I also want to say that our organization is purely voluntary. When you look at large development organizations, they're, they have a lot of admin costs. Our, like in our budget, 97% or more goes directly towards the effort. So it's just going towards like things like food, you know, rice, flour, wheat, cereal, milk, and stuff like this. So your dollar will go a very long way when you donate to the Friends of Moldova. But I also want to know, you get for everyone to know that the Ukrainian people, they see you, they hear you, and they are so thankful for the support. You have no idea how much the, the support means. It's, it's more than the, about the money. It's about the morale. It's about the humanity. It's about the fact that people see them suffering and in pain, and people are actually doing something about it. And so... We want to be an instrument of of that love, of that help to help bring peace and and love into into this world in whatever way we can. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for your great service and for your very moving and passionate words. And we will 
rest assured, we will do all we can do to make your organization as successful as it can be under these extremely difficult times. Thank you so much, Bartosz. It was great to meet you virtually. And keep the faith, brother. Keep the faith. We're behind you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. This has been a Humor for Humanity production. Our mission is your mission. Humor for Humanity at jimmytingle.com. Thank you. Thank you.